You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, uh, we'll go with Percy first, then Chris Fetters next. Go ahead, Percy. Awesome. Hey, how, how, how are you doing? Good, Percy. How are you? Good, good, good. Hey, just the um, idea, you know, the old sort of classic question of uh, the rest versus rust. Here we go. Um, so just uh, obviously having seven more days than Utah to prepare for this, do you think that'll give you an advantage? You know, I, we'll see on, on Wednesday. <laughs> I don't think anybody knows. Um you know, hopefully, you know, the rest, you know, we'll be able to have great energy and go out and execute. Uh, but there's been times where, you know, where we had a, a pretty long layoff and we came out and we didn't play great. And that's that's the same thing probably with Utah, too. So I think it's, um, you know, we'll see on Wednesday. But I, I don't I just look at it like how we get better in practice and how we focus. And, uh, you know, hopefully we're, you know, we'll be prepared and understand how we got to win the game. And if we can go out there and execute it and, you know, we, we've played in Vegas a few times this year already, so hopefully we have better shooting performances that we have in the previous games. And uh, just, just as one um, uh, deal, you know, just at, at the idea with tournaments, it, it seems like it's always about the matchups. How do you guys match up with Utah? Well, I think Utah is a, uh, you know, they're, they're a big team. Uh, they're a team that, um, you know, they're playing without, well, Ryland Jones, we don't know if he's going to play in our game, but uh, they played without a point guard. But they got a great player in Timmy Allen. They've got really good uh, players uh, that surround him, shooters and, and plumbers as good a shooter as they're in the league. Carlson's as good a big guy, and they, they, they play with a good tempo, and they're very well organized and coached. I think the biggest thing that we have to do is really worry about us. I do believe that matchups are important, but – We've been able to play uh, well against them in, in the second game. Uh, I think we've we've learned from that game, um, and uh, the problems that they pose uh, from uh, rebounding. We've got to do a better job. We've got to defend without fouling, which was was one of the keys in that game. And then, obviously, we've been successful when, we, when we've shot the ball well from the three point line. So I think those three areas, um, you know, will be key in our game against Utah. Awesome, Pop. Thank you. Chris, we'll go, uh, go to Chris Fetters and Lauren Kirschman. Excuse me. Hey, Hop. Um, just kind of following up on that rest versus rust question, um, was there ever any thought from the staff to try to find a game this last week, just like a single game to just kind of keep the, the, the train rolling? You know, there, there was. I mean, we talked about it. Um, you know, we have finals week next week. We had missed a lot of school. We had played eight games in 17 days. And I just felt – like the best thing for us was to come back, get some rest, uh, get some practice, get back. You know, school's pretty darn important and uh, get these guys back uh, calibrated uh, per se. Um, so, you know, we'll know on Wednesday if it's rest versus rust, but uh, that's what we decided to do. All right, we'll go to Lauren Kirschman, followed by Tim Booth. Go ahead, Lauren. Hey, Hop. Um, Looking back on those last two games you guys played of the regular season, um, obviously not the result you wanted, but some progress shown there. What did you like about those performances that you'd like to see carry over? I thought, you know, it goes back to everything's about executing your game plan. I felt in those two games we 
did a really good job executing it, um, how it was supposed to be done. Uh, we shared the ball. I thought that was really important. Um, you know, we're still turning the ball over too much, but the, some of the extra passes I thought were, were, were highlights and really good for us. And then defensively with our match and how we're playing it, we're getting better and better at it. You know, it's still not great, um, but they're feeling more comfortable in it. And uh, we've been able to uh, add a few things from blitzing ball screens to double team in the post that I think will, will help us as we move forward. And then going back to the kind of rest period, um, what has the schedule kind of looked like over these past uh, this past week or so after playing all those games you guys did? You know, we've been with each other for a long time. So we gave them a couple of days off and we went in and got three days in and we had another day off and, um, you know, just tried to split it up a little bit. Sometimes when you get more than three practices in a row, it can be a little wearing, especially at this time of the year. And, you know, it's all about really, you know, what you're really trying to do is it's not like you're going to reinvent the wheel in 10 days. You know, what you're trying to do is, is just, you know, sharpen up a few things, um, execute better what we've been doing. Um, you know, obviously we do a lot of shooting. That's a huge, been a huge part of us just playing better is making shots. Um, and, uh, just, you know, DMGB, uh, just trying to get, keep getting better. And, uh, I feel like the guys have done that during this break. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. We'll go to Tim Booth followed by Dan Raley. Go ahead, Tim. Afternoon, Mike. Um, this is a really broad question for you, but two years ago, you guys go to Vegas and you're the, you're the number one seed in the tournament. You're the regular season conference champs. Sure. Um, if you had to give sort of a, a 10,000 foot look as to what has happened over the last two years to the program and why you're going in last year as a 12 seed and this year as a 10 seed, um, what would be your sort of position, your position statement, I guess, as to why the, why the drop-off has happened? Well, I think there's, you know, I, I think, you know, Last year, we were playing really well and, and lost a key player. Um, and teams do that all the time and bounce back. And we were, you know, the uh, the young and inex inexperienced. Our team uh, that won the league by three games two years ago was really, really experienced. Uh, they had been in a lot of games together. Uh, we had the same team. Um, we were really talented last year. We just had uh, newness. Um, and then when you lose a key player, if it's in football, a wide receiver or a quarterback or whatnot, you never know what the effects will be. And it, it ended up being a huge effect on us uh, this year. Um, you know, losing those guys, uh, being so talented, uh, you know, we just, you know, we, we needed to be better. I thought we would be better than we were. I thought losing the games at the beginning and building confidence, I think, was a huge thing. And uh, that was my mistake, uh, probably. Well, it wasn't my mistake. We lost it due to COVID. Uh, but then going and playing Baylor as one of your exhibition games, I thought was something that really hurt our confidence early and we were playing from behind. And uh, we had some experience. Quade had played 13 games the year before. Eric was new. Uh, Jamal Bay was in a new role. Nate Roberts uh, had, a, had a more significant role. So I think those are some of the things that are – you know, you can't really point to one thing. Uh, we weren't playing well early, and, and I think building that confidence early would have been a good thing, and I didn't do a good job scheduling that way. Developmentally, how much did you lose by by not having a traditional um, offseason because of the COVID restrictions? Well, I think new – and again, it's not just us. I think there's a lot of teams and programs that have dealt with this, and that's – you know, we're not, uh, you know, it's just, it is what it is. We just, you do the best you can and you coach. Um, usually in the preseason, you know, you, you, you have a normal training camp and then you have 
some exhibition games to kind of see where you're at. You know, our exhibition game was against Baylor. You know, and uh, and that sometimes <laughs> it would be, you know, at that time and. Uh, you know, just you, you never know what that's going to do. And um, that was a bad calculation on my part. Um, but our kids, I got to give them a lot of credit. As much adversity as we've been through um, and, and, you know, not having those early opportunities, it just uh, they just kept working, getting better. And I, I applaud them. You know, COVID's been hard for a lot of programs out there. And um, it really it, 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 it's, it's been a something of a that no one's ever obviously ever experienced, but all you can do is learn from these experiences last year for me, uh, this year. Um, and sometimes you have to go through that to, to reach your potential. And that's the way I'm looking at it. That's the way we're looking at the program. And uh, we'll move forward from it, get better from it, grow from it, and hopefully be back on top quick. Thanks, Mike. You're welcome. All right, we'll go to Dan Reilly, followed by Lars, Han Lars Hansen. That's all the hands we have up right now. So go ahead, Dan. Mike, Mike, you had a big scores up front on your front line last year, and this year you don't. Has that put undue pressure on your perimeter sh shooters? Yeah, we just, you know, Dan, that's a great question. You know, we've had in the last three years, you know, from Noah Dickerson to uh, to uh, Isaiah Stewart, um, we've had that option. This year we were just different. And, uh, you know, three-pointers became a huge thing. Earlier on the year we shot, we were horrendous. We couldn't score. We couldn't make a shot. Um, and we to, to, to be in the games that we've been in late, uh, it's all been about our, our shooting. And defensively, you know, we were impacted a lot too. Uh, we were getting scored a lot in the paint. Teams were doing whatever they wanted to do. And so we had to make some adjustments. Um, and I, I thought when we did that, we, we still had some problems defensively. And it's not like we've, we've cured the, the ills, but we've gotten better at it. The kids have had more confidence in it. And it's, um, it's helped us. In, in from rebounding and not fouling as much, um, but we haven't been as disruptive as we've been in the past. So it's kind of hurt without front line defensively uh, and uh, and offensively for sure. All right, we'll go to Lars and then Andy. Go ahead, Lars. Yeah, how, just to build off of Tim's question, you mentioned the player obviously being quite How much do you feel that he's grown just in the past year and obviously this season leading the team in points per games? What has his presence meant this season? Well, I think, you know what, Lars, great question. I just think every year is different, right? Last year, we had some amazing wings and big guys. And, uh, you know, uh, you know, Quad A was, you know, you're passing. Once you get those guys off, uh, they're off the team. Um, you're three, losing your three leading scores. And then, you know, you have to make the weight. You know, it's, it's sometimes you have a tendency to do it yourself. And I felt like our early struggles, that was one of the things as he was trying to do too much himself. And, we had to really get him to trust his teammates and, and team build. And, uh, you know, I'm really proud of him. You know, it's been a hard year where, you know, he's, he's a great kid and he's a really good player. And, uh, uh, you know, his focus on just getting better every day and evolving into really trusting his teammates and not only getting in the lane to score, but getting in the lane and kicking and finding his teammates um i think that's what it's all about and so it's it's you know it's never where you start it's always where you finish and i think that he's evolved in those areas for sure for the better and then just to follow up with jamal bay what has made him so effective from beyond the three-point line this season he just works i mean jamal you know he was in a new role and uh, we were learning ourselves and uh once you know he knew that we believed in him and 
and, and, and he just gets in the gym. He's just an incredible leader. He's an incredible uh, teammate. Um, and and he, it's all work. I wish he shot it more. <laughs> he's too unselfish. Uh, but he's a, he's a heck of a player, and that's, that's been one of the bright spots on the season is his ability to hit the open shot. All right, we'll go to Andy and then Kim Grinnells. Go ahead, Andy. Hey, Hop, thanks for the time. Yeah, Andy. Um, so, obviously, uh, with COVID, you guys have lost some chances to play back-to-backs and, and get in that kind of tournament rhythm, but you guys had that tough run-in uh, a couple weeks ago, 8-16, um, and 16, I think it was. How will that help you guys going into tournament season? Well, listen, I, I, I don't I don't know. That's a that's a heck of a question, Andy. Uh, it will help us, you know, if we can come out. You know, it's it's the one thing I learned from where I've been. It's one game at a time and you do whatever you can. You can't think about, OK, well, I'm, I'm going to try to save energy for game two or game three. You've got to go out and win game one. That's what it is. And then if you can do that and we're fortunate enough to play well and do that, then you got to get ready for game two. And, uh, you know, I think those experiences of playing all those games, if we're lucky enough to win game one, will definitely help us into those next games. We've actually played better with the one day rest in between rather than, you know, where we have the, the traditional Sunday, Monday or excuse me, Monday, Tuesday, uh, Wednesday, play Thursday. Um, and so um, it will be interesting. But, um, um, you know, we just got to get past the first one. And, and then if that happens, I, I believe that that, that would be a, a benefit for us. Definitely. Uh, and then my last question, uh, obviously, we don't know what Hamir will decide to do after the season. I know he can come back, but what has he meant to the programs uh, through his four years here to you? you know, he's been a guy that, uh, you know, he's, he's won a lot of games. He was here uh, when we when we made the turnaround in the first two years. He was a big part of it, started a lot of games his sophomore year and that great uh, that great season. Um, you know, I wish he would have been a little bit more. Uh, consistent offensively that we see every day that he's shown signs uh, at the Arizona game and, you know, UCLA at UCLA, so talented, uh, but he's impacted this place in so many ways, especially on the defensive end. He'll be in the top five shot blockers of all time. And he only has like a two inch vertical, uh, which just shows you with his position and his, his length and his feel. Just, you know, so proud of him and another guy that comes to work every day and just tries to get better and help his team. Awesome. Thanks, Hop. Okay, Andy. All right. Last question from uh, Kim Grinnells. Go ahead, Kim. Hey, Coach. Looks like Jaden McDaniels had a chance to stop by last week. Did you get a chance to catch up with Jaden? And have you had conversations at all lately with Isaiah Stewart, Matisse Thibel, any of the four? You know, you, you know what, Kim? I wasn't able to see uh, Jaden. I know he was in here. Will Conroy saw him, um, said he looked great and so happy. And, uh, you know, we're so proud of him, the way he's playing. Um, I haven't, you know, I, I check in uh, with Isaiah uh, um, and he's uh, another guy that's, you know, just happy, uh, you know, to, you know, you're happy when you see these kids dreams come true. I've texted with Matisse, you know, you try to reach out with these guys, but they're going a thousand miles an hour. Uh, but, you know, I know, you know, Jaden had a lot of pride coming back here and seeing his teammates and, you know, just just saying hello. And it's it's a it's a huge boost to our guys when you see one of your family members reach their dreams. It's pretty cool stuff. Yeah, one more quick one. Just uh, the black throwbacks seem to go over real well with the fans. What was the reaction of the coaches and the players on the black throwbacks? The problem is, is all, all our ex-players want the shorts. And I don't know if we can order enough of them. Uh, you know, they're incredible. I, I was, you know, Adidas has done an incredible job uh, with our partnership, uh, the uniforms, the creativity. Um, 
it's it's really special. And when you're, you know, kids today, when they see the uniforms and they see those things, those those mean a lot. It's part of your brand. And uh, I know our players loved them. Our ex-players loved them. And, um, you know, we're just, uh, you know, it's, it's pretty cool stuff. All right. I think that'll wrap it up for Coach Hopkins. Uh, I believe somebody could be back with Jamal Bay, if I'm not mistaken, shortly. And we'll get started again when he's uh, when he's there. Thanks, Coach. Thank you, guys. All right. Looks like Jamal's here ready to go. Um, my name is Jeff Malfillin in for Ashley today. Uh, we'll uh, get going with some questions for you. We'll start with Percy Allen from the Times, followed by Lauren, then Lars, and then Dan Raley. Uh, and when you're ready, Percy, go right ahead, please. Awesome. Jamal, thanks for doing this, as always. Of course, of course. Hey, I'm just wondering, uh, what do you guys have to do to beat Utah? Um, obviously, you guys have played them twice now. Uh, uh, both teams have won at their place, and but this next game is on the road, a neutral site. Um, just from your point of vantage, what do you guys need to do to win this game Wednesday? Uh, first and foremost, I think we just need to play hard. I think um, sometimes, especially with a, a tough season like we had, we get down on ourselves. But um, – we come in, we play hard, listen to what coach has to uh, say, uh, follow the game plan. I think we have a pretty good shot at beating them. And then, you know, just with that, so it's been a tough season. Um, I'm wondering from your perspective, what would a run this week in Vegas mean for this team? Oh, it would it would mean the world because we uh, we work so hard and uh, we we we're, we are we have some some. Um, like people that have returned, but we, we, we have a whole new, we had a whole new team coming in, like new people playing with each other. And uh, I, I think it would just mean the world to just come out and uh, get, get a, get a run off and even win. I, I, that's what I believe that we can do if we do, do what we need to do and play hard enough and uh, execute what coaches have to say. I think we have a, we have a chance. So. I hear it. All right, man. Thank you. Appreciate it. Of course. All right, thank you, Percy. We'll go to Lauren and then Lars. Go ahead, Lauren. Hey, Jamal, how are you? Hey, I'm good. How are you? Good. Um, I'm just curious. I mean, you mentioned you have a lot of guys who haven't played together on this team. And just from the beginning of the season until this point, what's the biggest difference that you see in this group? Uh, I, I just think we, uh, uh, down the line, just trusted everybody. All of us starting to trust each other and actually just having fun playing with each other. Uh, just, just being comfortable. We, we, uh, we, we were playing just to, I'm not, not saying playing just to play, but just, that's what it felt like, especially for myself being out there, no fans, no hype, getting us, getting us hype. It just felt like some games we played just to play, but now I think we're playing for each other, playing to, to just, just to win for each other. I think that's the biggest part. And then those last two games of the regular season, you guys didn't get the results that you wanted, um, but definite signs of progress there. What did you like about those performances that you want to see carry over into the tournament? Uh, I think our, our defense, our defense was way better. And uh, I, I think we were, we're figuring out what, what's working for us and uh, what's helping us. I think defense and I think as long as we uh, knock down shots like, like we've shown signs we can, I think uh, we're pretty, we'll be in uh, good shape. All right. Thanks, Jamal. All right, Lauren, thank you. Uh, we'll go to Lars and then Dan Raley. Go ahead, Lars. Hey, Jamal. Coach Hop mentioned just how much of a grinder you are with the gym, and that's one of the reasons it's led you to be so effective from beyond the three-point arc this season. Just but personally for you, what has made you so effective this season from, from deep? Uh, like, it, like Coach said, I, I've been in the gym. I'm in the gym 
a lot, but I, I think also just just getting comfortable, getting comfortable in the role that I that I've uh, got this year, and uh, just playing like like I play in practice. I feel and uh, just just yeah, just just getting more comfortable. I think that's the biggest. All right, we'll go to uh, Dan Raley and then Kim Reynolds. Go ahead, Dan. Hey, Jamal, I've, I've covered Husky basketball on and off since those retro uniforms were actually the mm -hmm. real ones. Yeah. And I don't think I've ever heard of a, a prominent player being urged to shoot more, especially one that leads the conference in three-point shooting. Yeah. Um, could you talk a little bit about that? I mean, is it like having the keys to the Ferrari with uh, Hopkins <laughs> saying, hey, you got to shoot more? Uh, I, a little bit. That, that's funny. I like that reference, but uh, a little bit. But um, I, I try to, I try to take that, like um, take shots that I feel I know I, I feel I can make. And uh, if I don't feel feel comfortable shooting that or feeling like another defender's coming, I'm always make the extra pass, make try to make my team better and uh, trust in my team uh, because I know I know if if it's if it's reversed, I, I feel like if if I'm open, they, they'll find me every time. So. I think I just try to uh, do that. All right, we'll go to Kim Grinnells, followed by Chris Fetters. Go ahead, Kim. Hey, Jamal, just with everything that's happened this year, you know, just no fans, just the isolation, no classes, you know, in person. What, what's been the toughest thing to deal with so far this year? Um, I, honestly, just the, the, the biggest part is uh, finding, like, the, the drive. Like, we, we – like we all want to win, but it's just, it's hard not seeing anybody and just being just kind of so closed off from everything, and then showing up, getting ready to play. It, that's probably the hardest part. But uh, but I, I mean, at the same time, when we we're in uh, quarantine and back home, all I wanted to do was was play basketball and be with this team and and just play it, put that jersey back on. So it's it's kind of a uh, a love hate relationship with that part, but. Um, it's just, you, you just got to find every day uh, a, a piece to, to get either get better or find why, why you play basketball. And that, that's what I try to do every day. Looking towards next year, what's the one thing that you have to do this year that you're just going to be glad you don't have to do anymore next year? <laughs> Hopefully uh, not, not wear this mask, the, the mask as much. It's kind of hard to breathe, especially uh, in practices. We got to wear it most of the time, but I think that's the biggest part. All right, we'll go to Chris Fetters and then Lars Hansen again. Go ahead, Chris. Yeah, uh, Jamal, I was um, going to follow up on the your comment about the the improvement defensively, mm -hmm. and was you know the match defense that you guys have used. That I think the Utah win that you guys had was maybe the second or third game that you guys were really starting to get into it. Based yeah. on the improvement during the end of this season, where do you feel like you can maybe exploit some things against Utah that maybe you were just starting to get a, a feel for? When you when you got got the win, uh, I think we uh, got better at knowing where people are going. At, at first, we were kind of just testing it out, seeing seeing if it will work, see if it will work for our, our players and our the people that we have out on the floor. I think that we we trust a lot of helping, talking, and just uh, being more in the right position and not just working all off off uh, instinct. So um, or just like seeing what happens and reacting. We're actually knowing where people are, are at and knowing if that breaks down, we have a second secondary for an, another part. Also curious about just going back to Vegas for you, mm -hmm. uh, kind of, you know, finishing the season off uh, in your hometown. How excited are you to, to see friends and family? And, and are you going to be able to? Um, they told us actually uh, 
earlier in the week that we won't be able to see anybody outside of our bubble. So that that's unfortunate, but we get to get, we get tickets. And so I'm, I'm be able to see them on the court and uh, say hi, N actually not say hi, but wave at them. And to just, it's going to be amazing to see them and see them actually at a game again. It's going to be amazing. Sonic the Hedgehog, a new hero arrives. I am ready. Is there anyone stronger? No. Tougher? No. Funnier? I do not make jokes. I make warriors. Knuckles, now streaming only on Paramount+. Plus. Yes!